You are now listening to A Monster Rancher's Guide to Summoner's War. Here are your hosts. Welcome to A Monster Rancher's Guide to Summoner's War. I'm one of your hosts, Ken, aka Lightstar777 in Summoner's War. And I'm here with my great friend of over 13 years. Hi everyone, my name is AJ and my gamer tag is Aztec Olmec. We are going to be discussing all things Summoner's War, runes, mods, and everything in between. Maybe you'll learn something, hopefully you have a lot of fun, and as always, Thanks for joining us. Now let's listen to two geeks talk about monsters. Hello, summoners. Welcome to another pulse-pounding, heart-quickening, lightning-inducing, card-throwing episode of A Monster Rancher's Guide to Summoner's War. I am 100% sure I am the Aztec Olmec, and I'm 100% sure I have the Light Star seven 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 with me what is up fellow summoners uh today we are going to talk about some of the unloved monsters of the storage defense force some of the unsung heroes of the sky island who often are neglected in even our own islands even our own Um, and uh, they are going to be the Penguin Family, the Elven Rangers, and the Mystic Witch, uh, which will lead us to a video I watched that was advocating for the Light Homunculus and Mav and Three Crowd Control basically being like an easy button for Toa Heroic. Um, so... And... Yeah, so that is what we got crackalacking today. Excellent. Word. So these monsters get no love. Gets no I love. I don't get no love from teams. <laughs> so now Penguin out of Knights, Penguin Knights, Elven Rangers, Mystic Witch, which. Gets the least love in your Sky Island. Definitely the Elven Rangers. I actually built um, on the Dark Penguin, Penguin Knight, um, Kona, and the Dark Not Elven Mav? Ranger. Yeah, I built up Mav also, but oh, um, okay. just for, for, for We're talking the neglected Penguin Knights yeah. here. So, Everyone yeah, loves of course, Mav. Mav! Mav for president. Mav! (laughs) (laughs) But um, not too many people like the rest of the Penguin family. Um, Sad days. I definitely want to... I'm going to continue using my Kuna because of his AoE defense down. What that means is all of the enemy characters get a defense break. I don't have a Galleon, so right now he's one of the few monsters... That means can, you're pulling a galleon today. Oh, let, let's we can only hope. <laughs> but um, he's one of the few uh, monsters that I have that can form an AOE defense down. So I built him up. I was like, yeah, I'll get galleon. But until then, I also built um, you know the water mystic witch to kind of have a alternative to Shannon. So um, see, and I just I skipped Megan as well as uh 
Shannon. So take that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, I mean, I think uh, my Megan is like uh, maybe four or five star, maybe. With probably terrible starter runes that I never really cared about. Um, yeah, I mean, I I get the premise. Like she she basically buffs and speeds up your team, which is nice. Um, she strips beneficial effect and uh, right. prevents them from getting a beneficial effect. Um, but I mean, the fact that it's one turn, you know, doesn't seem... And, you know, the fact that she only does continuous damage for one turn, like, um, I feel like there were better options out there. Um, um, I mean, talking about the Mystic Witches, um, Rebecca, the Fire One, uh, her S3 is actually a cleanse, which will remove harmful effects on all allies and recover their health by 35%, and the recovery amount increases by 5% for each removed harmful effect. So, you know, that's, you know, nice pocket heals and all. Um, and right. she does a defense down for two turns with a 50% chance, and it's a 100% chance if they have any beneficial effects. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. I dig that. Um, like, you know, Celia, the Wind Mystic Witch, uh, at full skill up, 100% chance to remove beneficial effects on the enemy and disturbs HP recovery and prevents the enemy from receiving any beneficial effects for two turns. Which again, yeah, to that me... Yeah, jealousy skill is, is pretty unique. <laughs> yeah. That's really nice. Um, now, like, this one is interesting if you want to sustain one is the Light Mystic Witch, Linda. Uh, her S3 summons a comet to attack all enemies multiple times and casts Soul Protection on an ally with the lowest HP ratio and an ally with the lowest max HP for two turns. So you could have a, you know, somebody who, you know, is huge HP pool who's basically your tank who will get soul protection as well as whoever just happens to be skilled with the lowest HP. And that's pretty cool because it's a two-turn one, so that's good. And then, you know what? I have a light Mystic Witch. I had totally forgot about her. That is a really right. Because I mean, known. Effect. I mean, that's really good for keeping a team alive. Um, and then Gina, the dark one, she attacks all enemies four times by summoning thorny bushes and makes them fall asleep for one turn. Uh, with a 60% chance at full skill up. So, I mean, four times attack means she would be magnificent for despair. I mean, just wonderful despair monster. I mean, four attacks when you have despair runes on somebody, that would be ridiculous. Yeah, you're guaranteed to get at least one. Definitely. And I have all 
all the different varieties of them. I have the light, the dark, the wind, the fire, and the water. Wow. I, I only I only have five runes on Megan. Megan. Five runes on Megan. That's all I have. <laughs> I couldn't even now, see um, fit to give her a sixth rune. Now, the Elven Rangers are honestly usually food. I mean, you get the light Elven Ranger as light kind of one like your or... first one shot, you know, when you when you start the game. Nice. But um a long time ago I pulled the Dark Elven Ranger, and he's the only one that I've actually built and spent time on. I ruined him with um Blade in Despair, and he is a dot machine. Dot matrix. He um applies continuous damage with I think two of his um, three attacks and he has a great passive his passive is awesome it's um it's called sustained fire or suspended wing. it has a really cool name so I want to get it right supportive so yeah, fire passive, supportive fire yeah so anytime that you're attacked regardless if you have revenge runes or not he counterattacks all the time and it's you know based on your regular attack power but hmm. uh very very cool um, kit for a monster, and I have him fully skilled up since I've had him for so many, you know, for at least a year. I've fed all of the Elven Rangers that I used to get for, to him, and it's actually pretty cool. I haven't seen anyone use him too much, so he's kind of like a a sleeper when I uh, when I pull him out. <laughs> so you get that look of surprise on people's face when you use him, huh? Yeah, definitely. If I could see their faces, of course. <laughs> and uh, what does his uh, family members do? Um, nothing that I was really... Except for maybe the fire one. Like, for example, Fire Elven Ranger is actually kind of useful. So... Adrian! <laughs> he has a um, really cool S3 Path of the Forest. It increases the attack speed and the crit rate for everybody for three turns. So he's a booster, kind of like your bird hiles and your crickets and such like that. That's nice. Yeah, I mean, uh, just reading through some of them. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're a good damage-dealing family for sure. Um, a lot of them, uh, I don't know if you're reading through any of their abilities, but a lot of them are based on the enemy having some type of detrimental effect on them, whether it be frozen, stunned, asleep, continuous damage, anything like right. that. Um, that's kind of interesting that, you know, like you could put them with a debuffer and then they're even better than they would have been before, so... Um, yeah, they're an interesting family of monsters, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely, I would say, in my opinion, the... At least for the Elven Rangers, the Dark One is the... has the most interesting kit. Right. And that brings us to the last of our... our oft-neglected monsters, the Penguin Knights. Um, I for one, uh, so 
I know Mav gets all the love, and rightfully so, Mav will uh, remove a harmful effect and decrease skill cool time by one turn, and he increases attack speed. And so basically he's, you know, always decreasing skill cooldowns for everybody as well as, you know, taking harmful effects away and speeding up everybody. Um, right. And then his, you know, his declare war, you know, recover by 25%. That's significant when, you know, you have him built tanky. You know, it's very significant that he could, you know, heal himself that way. Um, right. But, like, his provoke for Mav is just one turn. Uh, whereas Naki, the uh, fire penguin knight... Um, he provokes for two turns, and also he becomes invincible. So while he's not healing himself, he is basically becoming invincible for one turn and provoking for two turns. So it's kind of almost like a budget gene in that respect that he's okay. provoking for two turns. Um, you know... The other, it's a defense and speed break on that one. Um, the water one, he uh, increases the critical rate to 100% if the enemy's defense weakened. So he'd be a good one to put with, like, you know, Galleon or somebody who's going to do a defense break or even Belladian. Um, yeah, or his, you know, little brother Kuna who does that defense down for everybody. Right. Yeah. Um, because, you know, again... You know, just putting that out there. And Donna, the uh, light penguin knight, uh, removing all harmful effects on all allies and increasing the attack gauge by fifteen by at least 15%, and it increases additionally by 5% for each harmful effect. So, I mean, that's really nice because it's a group cleanse. So... Um, you know, I I think they all have their merits and could be fulfill roles in their own rights and we should not yeah, neglect them. I'm but you using Kuna have a special part in your heart, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I've been building the um, <laughs> I've been building the dark Minotaurus. I'm actually using him right now, looking at him, and still can't say it. <laughs> anyway, it's because you so nicknamed yeah. him your own name. I nicknamed so. him Chopper because he has a great big axe and he chops stuff. But um, <laughs> one team comp that I'm using, um, you know, to kind of help. Because one thing about um, the Dark Minotaurus, he's the I think the only unit in the game that can't get buffs. Even if you have the shield runes on your other. On your, you know, another unit, he's not gonna get a shield. He doesn't get any love at all. You're talking about monsters with no love. He can't get buffed at all. He can definitely get debuffed, of course. Yeah, exile is the name of that skill. That um, but um, the you know advantage to exile is you get a hundred percent attack buff. So that's cool. But I've paired him up with um, Kamiya the um, Dark Ninetales and with Kuna since he defense down 
you know, it's easier to, um, you know, chopper to land a kill. And whenever he does, he actually gets um, some health back. So instead of ruining him with Violent, I ruin him for Swift and Nemesis. So anytime he takes damage, he actually does more damage. So, nice. you know, um, since he provokes, that's, I think, his S1. He headbutts and provokes. So he'll take a lot of damage, but his, you know, attack will increase. So right now I'm nice. trying that rune set out. I may take him off of Swift just because um, I want Puna to land his, you know, attack down before, um, you know, Kamatau moves, or Chopper as I like to call him. <laughs> so, yeah, I am using, um, yeah, I'm using the Dark Penguin Knight, you know, currently in my um, scenario farming, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, they're like working the... out, they definitely need some runes. <laughs> Get to the rune chopper! To the chopper! So that's really great. I mean, that's what's so much fun about this game, is learning new comps, learning new teams that, you know... I mean, that's what's fun is, you know, the metas are only ever the metas because it works for somebody and other people copy it, you know. Right. So, you know, often in this game since the beginning, I've heard, you know, sometimes it's the runes that make the monster, not the monster that makes the runes. And... I think that's really interesting because, you know, like with Chopper, like you have found a unit that like most people probably would have stuck in the storage and never looked at again unless there was some huge update and everything else. And then everybody would have been scrambling to try to build that unit. But, right. you know, when we read through the abilities, you know, we saw potential there you know and that's what's really wonderful and enjoyable about the game is that you can find those monsters and those scenarios that you know are you know good for you know progressing in a way that other people might not know you know something yeah. nobody's ever thought to try out like oh who's going to build Kamatau like you know and nobody wants to and then it's like you know you build Kamatau and then like who knows maybe like maybe your team buff. is who knows is, maybe he gets <laughs> a buff but I mean even if he doesn't like you know just the fact that you're using it is a team that probably most people would never even think to have a defense against so if right. you're playing an arena or RTA, like, it could be a team that nobody is really going to know how to deal with it. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll be back with more MRGTSW after these messages. You're now listening to A Monster Rancher's Guide to Summoner's War. Today, we're talking monsters. So, I want to get to a topic that I'm pretty interested in. Um, yeah, you're super team comp of your light homunculus and Mav all up in the TOA yeah um so I watched this video and 
this gentleman uh, pointed out that this, like, and he's got another video where he explains about um, why this team comp works, but yeah. it's essentially, I'm pulling up my, uh, my support homunculus now. So the way he has it skilled, um, starting at his S1, Light Shock, um, which is the one that decreases the attack bar uh, by 25 or 15% with a 35% chance. Then he goes to the Light Shock Purification, which will attack the enemy to remove one beneficial effect granted on the target and decrease their attack bar by 15% with a 35% chance. Right. He moves on to Operation Alpha, which recovers the ally's target's HP by 35% and extends the time of beneficial effects granted on the target. And then he goes to Operation Alpha Accelerate, which recovers the ally's target's HP by... Let's see, that would be... 65% and extends the beneficial effects granted on the target and fills up the target ally's attack bar. So pretty much like an instant turn recovery. And then he goes to fast pace, which makes the attack bar of the ally end the enemy to 100% and increases the attack speed of the ally target for two turns. Um, so, I mean, he the whole premise was that he, he was stating that you could have this character that's pretty much pushing back the turn on the enemy while right. at the same time reducing um, like turn cycling so that Mav can reduce the cooldown on some of these abilities so that pretty much non-stop they're pushing back the turn on the enemy. And he basically then had three crowd control. Granted, his three crowd control were a little bit ridiculous, but um, at the same time, I think that he... Like, he said he had done it before with different monsters, so I somewhat believe him. But it also... Um, did seem a little bit like an impossibly good team. You know, he was using Ganymede, Virad, and the Fire Druid. But he was like, okay. well, <laughs> basically, any three, uh, any three crowd control monsters, and those two, was basically his premise. Um, so, I mean, I kind of understand if you have, you know, Tyron, you can basically use him as a budget Virad. You know, you can use right. him for crowd control. You could use Rika. You could use uh, the water homunculus, ice mist. You could use Beretta. You could use different things too. You could even use a lapis, you know, on despair as a crowd control monster. So um, I get kind of the direction that they were coming from. But it's, it's just interesting. So, like, mine is on the unbalanced field path. And right. it's... Um, 
So Unbalanced Field will increase the skill cooldown time of all enemies by two turns and decreases their attack speed for two turns. After that, the skill cooldown time of all allies will be decreased by two turns and the attack speed will be increased by two turns. So to me, that's already speeding me up, slowing them down. Like, because they're they're going slower, plus their school, skill cooldown times are increased for two turns. And I'm going faster for the next two turns. Um, so, I have Operation Gamma Weekend, which is attacking the enemy to remove all beneficial effects granted on the enemy uh, by... Um... 100% chance when fully skilled up and weakens the defense for two turns with a 50% chance. Um, same thing, basically, Operation Gamma is remove all beneficial effects. Um, I mean, pretty much the whole tree on this is all about removing beneficial effects and increasing the attack bar of allies. Um, yeah, so... I mean, it's just interesting. It's an interesting take on it. I mean, I guess the other part of it is that the dark support homunculus doesn't allow you to heal anybody. So in right. his scenario, you're kind of stuck with basically, um, you know, a monster that can heal your support units. Whereas mine, it's just an all-out attack and basically trying to put them on maximum skill cooldown as much as possible. So it's just, it's an interesting take. I mean, I, and I get like Mav will lower the cooldown so that they can use those abilities even faster. So, I mean, it makes sense. It's just, it's an interesting team take that this person was using. Um, so which are the three units that you would use as your own kind of crowd controllers? I mean, if it was me right now, uh, mm -hmm. probably Tyron, uh, the Water Monculus, Rika, or Mantura. Because, I mean, okay. uh, you know, that's... The big thing about Toa is, you know, crowd control, and a lot of it is dots, so, you know, that's, you know, sometimes the key to passing levels is just, you know, don't let them take too many turns, if at all. Right. So, like, a lot of it is just crowd control while at the same time damaging them. So. And another... I'm just going over Mav's hit right now. Another factor is definitely going to be his provoke. So, you know, your homunculus is going to be targeted less. True. Which means you can build it more an attack one than a defense one. Excellent. Oh, that's a very good idea. I, I wish to see some, some videos in the future. Right. I shall try. That's my big thing, you know. I I have I have great love for Toa and uh, 
It's one of my favorite pieces of content in the game. And I want to get more consistent, oh, really? so... It's just a very gratifying feeling when you get through all the floors. Mm. Yeah. Love it. So good. So good. So, uh, I'm in the middle of level 50 on Toa as we speak. Just beating them up with my little babies here. I'm punching them in the face. Every last one of them. Excellent. But afterwards, um, we should open some scrolls. It's a good idea. Let me clear some space. Oh. Okay. Just want to stun somebody. Is that asking too much? Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah, you are not wrong. They told me also that it was asking far too much. Okay, I finally have all four of his friends stunned, but let's see what actually happens. Oh well. Magic power explosion now. Uh, it's just hit auto and uh watch them dismantle. The Artamiel Toa Heroic is the bane of my existence. Until you get him yourself, then he'll be the apple of your eye. Truth. But I mean, uh, I don't know if you've encountered it before, but basically anytime you attack somebody, all of their passives basically let them counterattack. So, basically they just run rampant over your team a lot of the time. It's it's painful. Very painful. Understood. So I have three attribute scrolls and ten mystical scroll. Which way do you think will get me an archangel? <laughs> okay. This is well, the budget uh, Artamiel summon. You know, it's, uh, it's Artamiel's what? cousin. That's going for a Tamiel's cousin. Well, I would start with one of the attributes, switch the mystical, switch back to one more attribute, switch to a mystical, so on and so forth, etc, okay. etc. Let's like call the, way the whole you, thing off. I like, I like the way you think. I, for one, only have about five mysticals, so I will those all right you let me know when you're starting and we'll 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 get lightning together okay so i'll count it down all right three two one. Oh man a charger shark how lucky am i two charger sharks in a row okay we got some lightning Okay, I got a uh, water pirate, so not bad. She's good. Like her. She's really good. All right, Did I ever tell but, you about? Oh, I got an awakened uh, giant warrior. Mm -hmm. Fire. No, no. Keep. Well, tell me what were you I saying? I got some lightning. Nice. And 
If you get an Archangel, I'm a, going to cry. No, definitely didn't get an Archangel. I got a Water Slifid. So. Hey, Luma, that is Lumel. Lumeris. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Gesundheit. Gesundheit. But honestly, she's not a dupe. I never pulled her before. Oh, nice. So the Slifids are usually like, you know, support monsters, yeah? Um, yeah, let me... So yeah, so uh, Healing Breeze will fully recover the target's HP, um, inflict damage on an enemy with strong shock and puts target skill in cooldown, so that helps you not get hit by the big abilities and uh, inflicting continuous damage for three turns. Uh, is the abilities and increases resistance for water monsters by 50%. So, not bad. Definitely a keeper. And I got an awoken giant warrior fryer variety, so I'm going to save that one and one of the two three star ones become food. Yeah, food. Excellent. Excellent. Sir. Well, that about wraps it up for this particular episode of it up. MRGTSW, A Monster Rancher's Guide to Summoner's War. I want to thank all you listeners. I want to send special shout-outs to Pauline. Hi, Pauline. How are you? <laughs> she could hear you. She, she would love that. Definitely want to shout-out shout to CC, to all of our Comptuous people. Just say, Julie looks way cooler before she's awakened. The water perret. Uh, oh, oh. Let me tell you my story <laughs> of the first time I used exclusive summoning stones. Ooh, exclusive <laughs> summoning stones. So totally new to the game. I noticed I was racking up a whole bunch of these for trying out um, TOA. And I was like, gonna use some of these. Now, the two units, I think there were two four star units, um, Lushin and Julie. And guess what? I summoned them back to back. The first time I ever used some. And I'm wondering like, wow, this is so easy. Why isn't everyone else doing this? <laughs> Not knowing I had an 8% chance of getting either of these. So my first Lushin and my first Julie, I just got from Summoning Stones way back when. Nice. That's... And didn't get any lightning with Summoning Stones for almost like a year and a half afterwards. It's because you fed your Lushin, the game got angry at you. I didn't feed, are you kidding me? Wait, no, I mean your Lapis, sorry. Yes. Fed your Lapis, the game got angry at you. Ipso the goddess Amiria <laughs> controls the wishes. Got angry with me. I don't know. It's cool. I mean, that was the first of I think three, maybe four, wind jokers. I mean, I still maintain you should build that entire team and just see what four wind jokers would look like in dungeon farming. Be a lot of cards thrown. Right? A lot of cards. All the cards. 
take you it away, Lightstar. Card. You getting the card. Everybody getting the card. Who are you shouting out this week? Uh, you know, Titus Webb, Bagel Fart, anybody who's ever taken the time to uh, listen to us. Uh, we appreciate it. We have a lot of fun talking about this game we love, so we appreciate any and all of you that take some time out of your day to hang out with us and let us babble your ears off. Babylon. <laughs> Five. <laughs> cool. So, keep listening. Next week we will have more goodness for you. The MRGTSW crew is hard at work bringing you the topics that you guys want to listen to. Guys and girls, peoples, puppies, even Mario the puppies. Mario Van Peebles? <laughs> How'd you know? Oh, man. That guy, he needs some work. Save that for next episode. <laughs> yeah. All right. Have a good one. Have a great week, everybody. Catch you next Peace. time. Tune in next time. Same summon time, same summon channel.